have a message tonight that I want to share with you regarding your heart. And the title is Established in the Truth. It's very important that each of us be established in the truth. The Word of God calls it the present truth. So let's start with our uh, key verse, 2 Peter 1.12. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established, that is, um, are grounded and stabilized in the present truth. So God is saying that we need <clears throat> to be settled. We need to be set. We need to be fixed on God himself and on the word of God. So we'll turn now to Psalm 112 to see what a fixed heart can bring. When we become established, grounded, stabilized in the truth of God, this is what happens. Psalm 112, verse 1, <clears throat> praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. Oh, your kids would be happy to hear that. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house. And that's good news. And his righteousness endures forever. Verse 4, unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. Thank you, Jesus. This dispels confusion. This dispels fear. This dispels many things, sending light into the darkness. He is gracious, that is, this man whose heart is set on God, and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. What a beautiful promise that I should never be shaken. Regardless of who's screaming, the sky is falling. Regardless of what's happening around me, what winds of doctrine are, are blowing through town, what season it is, he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. Sweet. It's good news. Amen. He will never be shaken, not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. That means you have more than enough. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. Biblically, the term horn always refers to power. So this would be a reflection on your influence, your uh, power, whether that's financial or political or <clears throat> economic or whatever the case might be. 
his horn will be exalted or lifted high with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. These are beautiful promises for the man whose heart is fixed, set, grounded, established in God's truth. Amen. God gave us his word to get us to this place, settled and established. So can you agree with David, who as a psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 at verse 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet. That is David reflecting on your word shows me exactly where I am. But he doesn't leave it there. He says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. That is, not only does it show me exactly where I am, but it shows me where I am to go. The path that is before me. That's a beautiful thing. When your heart is set or fixed or established on God and on his word. Jesus said back in Matthew 4, verse 4, The word of God, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is, the word of God is your spiritual food. You need it to be healthy. Being established in the word is being established in the truth. It will settle and fix your heart and you will not be blown about by whatever winds are blowing. Ephesians 4 reminds us of that very thing, verses 14 and 15. We should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things who is into him who is the head, Christ. So no longer tossed about by every wind that blows through town. This is why we need to be established in the present truth. That is to say, truth as it applies to this season of time. You need to know the truth, speak the truth, live the truth, and be established in the truth. You need to be established in the truth of who you are in Christ, who Christ is in you, what Christ has done for you, and what Christ is currently doing in you. That is Philippians 2.13, it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Isn't that awesome? The very thing that God requires, the very thing that God wants from you, he is in you to bring to pass. As we get away from self-government and lean into his kingdom government, then his kingdom does come, his will is done. He is in us working these things out. That is in fact the context for what I read from Philippians 2.13, the previous verse, verse 12, says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation 
in fear and trembling. You are to work out what God is working in. God is working it in you, and as you release it from you, you have worked out the salvation that God has wrought. So that's a beautiful thing. This is us being established in the present truth. You need to know that uh, you are to contend for that truth. It tells us in the book of Jude, verse 3, Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. We are to contend. We are to earnestly contend for this faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. There are not two faiths, one that was delivered once upon a time and another one on its way. There is one faith that has been delivered once and for all to the saints. That is the truth of the gospel. Truth doesn't change. It hasn't changed one iota since the first century and it's not going to change in the next century. It is always the same believers through every age, every season with or without a COVID-19 are called to contend earnestly for that faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. The reason, of course, is that God's word is truth. God's word is established forever. It is done. We need to contend. We need to put away sin consciousness and bring on son consciousness. Put away a consciousness of being poor and poverty stricken and put on that he became poor that we might become rich. Put away being sick to putting on by his stripes you were healed. Put away the weakness that we feel and sometimes carry and put on be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We need to put away the fear that the the the, the world is offering us uh, at all times and especially right now during COVID-19 and put on the love that is poured out in our hearts, the faith that God has given to every man. They combat fear and push it away. We need to contend for the faith, contending for the success that Jesus offers us against the failure of the past, contending for the wisdom that the word of God offers us relative to the foolishness that comes from the world's philosophers. We need to contend for the faith, putting away the bondage of yesteryear and yesterday for the liberty of today and tomorrow, because for freedom Christ has set us free. We must not submit again to a yoke of bondage. We need to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. Do you remember that Jesus said, and it's on the wall in our sanctuary, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. 
the truth that you know will set you free we must know the truth and be established in the truth here's a picture for you it comes from god's family album it's a picture of you romans 8 verses 31 through 39 <clears throat> what then shall we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things this is telling us the father is for us verse 33 who shall bring a charge against god's elect it is god who justifies who is he who condemns it is christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of god who also makes intercession for us intercession coming from the spirit of god in us in in this same chapter that is god the father is for us god the son is for us god the holy spirit is for us verse 35 who shall separate us from the love of christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword no the whole godhead is for you verse 36 as it is written for your sake we are killed all day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter verse 37 yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord this is truth that you must be established in settled with your heart fixed on the truth of god and on god himself this is a picture of your life when you are established in the truth and that picture is you with the family father son holy ghost and you together as one thank you jesus hallelujah isaiah tells us some beautiful things in uh, chapter 54 verse 14 he says in righteousness you shall be established you should be far from oppression for you shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near you it is righteousness that will help establish you and that is because earlier isaiah 32 verse 17 explained the work of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever fear might come but quietness and assurance are yours and hold it at bay amen terror might attempt to come but you have quietness and assurance because righteousness is working in you and the effect is a peace a quietness and assurance amen now 
in referencing righteousness, be sure that you fully um, understand that you have meditated on and fully embrace and understand 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. You are not ever going to become righteous when you put faith in Christ you became righteous you are now the righteousness of God not someday you will become not later right now you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that's why you have to be established in the truth of who you are in Christ, who Christ is in you, what Christ has done for you, and what Christ is doing in you by the uh, indwelling Spirit who's working salvation in you, and you releasing it are working out that salvation. Thank you, Jesus. I am nearing the end. I want to go now to the book of Hebrews. And then I'll uh, bring us in for uh, closing with just a couple more scriptures fairly quickly. Hebrews 13, 9. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace. Not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. To understand the verse, he's saying the Jewish dietary law isn't helping those who follow it. It isn't me keeping laws that will uh, bring God's covenant to pass in my life. It is that my heart is established by the grace of God. And that grace is mine through the atoning work of Christ Jesus. Notice that we're reading that it is the heart that should be established by grace. It isn't the physical man. It's not the guy who eats. It's the one who eats the Word of God. It's the one who becomes established in the truth. Romans 4 says this at verses 4 and 5. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. Well, there you go. Grace and works are opposites. Grace is a free gift of God. Um, a reward is that which comes to uh, an employer owing an employee a debt. It's a, but to him who does not work, but believes on him, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. How do you become the righteousness of God? It will never be by works. It will never be by something you have done. It will be believing. 
the truth of God in Christ. Forgive me, saints, a call came through and my screen went to telephone. Apologize. In any event, <clears throat> I was saying from Romans 4, but to him who does not work but believes, his faith is accounted for righteousness. It's not about our works. It's not about being circumcised and becoming Jewish. It's not about what we do it's not about the calendar we keep. It's not about laws and rules and regulations and do's and don'ts. It is, the, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Righteousness means being made right with God. Do you realize that the same word that killed Ananias and Sapphira brought life to others on that very same day. It's all a matter of faith, believing. And so in closing, I have two verses I'd like to share with you. One of my favorites, Acts 20, verse 32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Glory to God. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That word will take the grace of God and build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are set apart by God for God. If you are a believer, if you have been saved, you are sanctified. You don't necessarily look it yet, but God is in you to will and to do for his good pleasure. He has set you apart to his ends. And if you are allowing him uh, to do so, he is on the inside of you. He's growing you. He's perfecting you. He's sanctifying you. Amen. So I close with 1 Thessalonians 3, verses 12 and 13. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and the Father and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. We have uh, a bit of a slogan here at Grace and Peace. It's my life slogan. And that is just do right trust God. Church, his faith will be accounted as righteousness. Be established in the truth and the God of peace himself will come and make peace 
in your life, he will establish your hearts blameless in holiness. Amen.